But in this case, I'm hoping that the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadrial Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor, and with me I have the rest of the well-roasted dusters. Hello, I'm Lena, a.k.a. Belladora Wild. I'm Zach, and I play Finnegan Ballman. I'm John, I go by Clovermite Online, and I play Cladis Logan. Let's jump back in. Uh, so we last left off with the conversation with Calden, and um, I think that uh, unless there's some more roleplay that you guys wanted to do between yourselves, um, we can go ahead and get started on some uh, heist prep type stuff. So the thing that Clytus is worth at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't really feel like we need to do the worksheet for this, but if anybody wants to do the worksheet, we can. I always forget there's a worksheet. Nah, I'm good. Clytus is drunk or well hungover. <laughs> Alright, so uh, we will go ahead and say that um, depending on the length of the action that you want to do, um, you guys have a plan to meet tonight at a uh, portion of the New Saren graveyard that is uh, gated off from the rest of it, and instead of having like regular graves, um, there is a whole set of mausoleums in that area each one kind of in its own gated off area, according to which family that it is. Um, and so you've got the rest of this day to prepare. Um, I'm going to say between one and four beats, depending on how involved uh, everybody's actions are to get ready. Uh, to get four beats, you'd have to be like doing like really quick stuff. Like you just wanted to buy four different things. Um, but uh, yeah, let's uh, who wants to go first? I do not want to go first. <laughs> All right. Knowing how our team usually runs things, Clytus is going to purchase dynamite. Okay. Dynamite is one of those things I've got on my handout, I think. <laughs> Trevor's like, we know we're coming back here. Finnegan, on the other hand, has learned to be cautious after their previous excursions and would like to get something that can provide some sound dampening so no one outside can hear the us. But if Clytus is going to buy dynamite, then I think that's shot. Uh, I could have sworn... No, the sound dampening will make it harder for them to hear the explosion. It won't be as loud. <laughs> uh, I will only wake up a quarter of the neighborhood. That could dampen the sound of dynamite. Exactly. That's, that's where I'm... That's the conundrum I'm you having. You can't dampen dynamite. I was, I was thinking of dampening like pickaxes and shovels kind of thing. Alright, well uh, I think the handout that I clipped is just from the first book, so go ahead and give me a roll while I start navigating the uh, big book instead of these clips. And we'll see if I... Will this be a resources roll? Yeah, role? definitely a resources roll. And I get my network? Uh, yeah, I'll give you your network. Especially in New Zealand, you'll definitely get it. Uh, that's two nudges. Um, Zach, you can re-roll the rest Rust. of them. There's only oh, one. Okay, so, um, spend a resource. Okay. 
Oh, man, I got nothing. So, business as usual for Clytus. Okay. Uh, yeah, you uh, try as you might. Both of you are just not having any luck. Um, at one point, Clytus, um, you find this guy who you think might be legit uh, dealing some stuff under the table. And um, next thing you know, uh, the money's left your hand and you've been given dynamite that on closer inspection is just counterfeit. That's not dynamite, it's oregano. Oh wait, so we, we I actually got something even without a... Uh, well, but you paid full price for it and it's like dummy dynamite. But I still got some fake dynamite. I mean, you got you got robbed. But I still got fake dynamite. <laughs> sure, you have, you have fake dynamite. <laughs> Do you, do you not understand how my art role-playing instincts work? Yeah. I, I, Counterfeit dynamite is legit. <laughs> I mean, when, on closer inspection, it's literally just like a tree that's been sanded a little bit. Like, it's it's most more le- more of a dowel rod than painted than anything. But from a distance, it looks like dynamite. From a distance, it does look like dynamite. Um, and it's got a... Does the fuse work? Can I light the fuse? Uh, the fuse does not work. It's just another twig. We can still light it, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, Finn, you uh, go to a bedding store, and all you're able to buy are sheets. Like, not like a bedding store, but like you go to a tailor of some kind, and all they have are very thin sheets. Is there any way I could get these, like, pressed together in any sort of fashion? The nights are really cold, you see, and I'd like to, you know, warm up a little uh, bit. Are you trying to spend another resource roll? I'm trying to charm my way into thicker blankets. Uh, I don't think you can charm your way into not failing a roll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, you, you yeah, just I failed your charm roll against me, buddy. Roll better next time. Okay. Uh, so let's go over to Lena. Uh, anything in the way of shopping that Bella would like to do? Um, yes, she excels at shopping and very few other things. And this is going to go very poorly for the whole heist situation. So um, she wants to go shopping for some very, like, charmingly rustic Indiana Jones looking clothing. Okay. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me pull this back up. See what would be like uh, fancy clothing or something, I'd say. Uh, all right. I, I uh, have formal clothing, but I don't think that that really fits the bill. Yeah, I'm just going to put it at the same difficulty for rolling for it. Um, so go ahead and give me a resources roll difficulty two. Okay. So would that make you Allendale Basin Wild? <laughs> it, it, it might. Okay, so just a point of clarification. I have four resources, but I spent one, so I roll three, Correct. right? And then whether or not you succeed at getting these, um, you will still spend a resource. This is tragic. I rolled two ones and a nudge. Uh, Hey, that's better than what I rolled. You're able to find um, some, like, nice travel clothes, but they're not stylistic in any way. Like, it's it's (sighs) durable clothing that'll be reliable, but you don't in any way feel like you're putting forth, um, like, the kind of energy that Bella would want to in a similar outfit. This whole heist is a bust. (laughs) We gotta get out now. (laughs) Alright, so uh, two to three more beats, depending on what everybody wants to do. 
Um, I don't even know what I, I would I do. I assume we're going to need shovels and pickaxes and things like that. That's correct. I will, for something as basic as that, let somebody just spend a resource on it, though. Instead of rolling. Did he point us in any right direction for this? I forget. For finding like where we're going to dig. Yeah, he, he told you like, where to meet tonight um, outside of these mausoleums. Um, he did say that it is inside a mausoleum, so shovels might not be necessarily the best way to go based on the information provided. But who knows? Maybe you want to do some light digging on the side to see what you unearth. That's none of my business. I'd, I'd actually, what I'd like to do is I'd like to take a look and scout out around the graveyard and see uh, if there are any like easy points of entry somewhere where we might be able to get in and out unseen. Okay. Um, and how long are you going to spend doing this? Like, are you also trying to see like traffic patterns during the day or around the area? Um, I don't know how much I, insight I, I'd, say, you might, I, I'd but... say I'd spend a good few hours on it. Okay, so I'm going to say this is probably your only other action then. Cool for me. Um, and let's make this a wits roll. That's fours. Okay, so you can tell that um, the fences that are around it are all pretty high. Most of them are like eight, nine foot fences. Uh, the There is one central gate that is at the very front of like, uh, I want to use the word complex. Uh, I'm not sure that necessarily gets the uh, intention behind it, but, um, you know, like a gated community, you know, you've got like four or five of these mausoleums back there uh, per house. Um, there is a central gate to get into that entire complex of all of them. And then there are also sent uh, gates to get into each section for each family. Um, you feel fairly confident that with the proper application of Farokami, uh, you could um, bend, bend them and create an exit that way. But as far as any easy exits, um, it's a climb up a nine foot fence any way you slice it other than going through those gates or finding another way through them. Gotcha. Um, you keep an eye on traffic patterns, um, keeping an eye out for constables or anything like that. And you notice that while there's a decent amount of traffic coming into the cemetery as people come and pay their respects, um, there's not much in the way of guards on any of these areas during the day, at least that you've seen. Um, you've only noticed uh, a groundskeeper. Um, in charge of each section. So like one for the actual buried plots and then one groundskeeper responsible for maintenance of all of the mausoleums. For the groundskeeper themselves, do they live, do they appear to live, uh, reside on the property? Yeah, they have, they, um, they like, each have their own shack. They go home after work each day. Okay. Um, any other questions you might have or something that I might've missed in that description? Um, I'm just making sure I'm picturing it correctly. So there's like one main entrance and then like however many entrances to each mausoleum based on, um, am I able to get a good view of the mausoleum we're supposed to be robbing? Um, yeah, it's a section of four of them. And, um, as far as you can tell, there's nothing necessarily that special about those. They don't look, um, anything especially more ornate than the other ones. 
you don't see any iconography on them that would be different from any of the others. Like it looks like most of these guys were using the same uh, craftsmen when these all were built with the intention of making it look, if not uniform, closer to uniform than if they were to be competing with their own houses, um, their own like mansions back in Luth, back in the times of Luthadel. Like it's not like that with these. Okay. Okay, and um, what about the groundskeeper over that specific plot? Uh, there's really nothing that's too distinct about him. Um, he looks to be around 40 to 50 years old. Um, he's fairly attentive to his duties. You know, obviously the grounds look nice since this has to be a more presentable area because of the clientele. So he spends a lot more of his time on, um, like, lawn care and stuff than you see the other guy doing, whereas the other guy has more work to do in terms of, like, digging the plots and that sort of thing. Okay, so I'm going to tell you what I'd like to do, and you tell me if I can do it or not. Okay. I'd like to attempt to um, possibly get the groundskeeper, like, maybe a little bit sloshed and ready for bed. Like, invite him for a couple of drinks and maybe an arm wrestling match or two and try and get Buddy Buddy to get him out of the equation for tonight. Um, are you approaching him as he's um, working? I'd, I'd probably try it uh, when it's, like, closer to, like, the end of his shift. and um, Like, maybe, oh, hey, there's, like, a happy hour going on across this way here. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me a charm roll. Oh, we'll see how this goes. I've got ones. Ones isn't going to do it. Um, He is kind of uh, weirded out by the fact that a complete stranger is soliciting drinks in a graveyard. As as, as well as he should. Um, let's, okay, uh, unless there's anything that's else. That's it for me. Uh, nope, I've got nothing. Okay, let's jump over to Clytus then. Clytus is going to dig up dirt on Caldwin. Let's let's see just how truthful he's being and if there's any pressure points or if he's wanted by anyone and we need to worry about complications. Um, uh, Bella might join him for that because her thing is going to be similar. Uh, Bella, what were you thinking? Um, Bella wants to just kind of generally see if there's any hot gossip around town. Okay. Um, rumors about him specifically or just like... Not him specifically, but if, uh, if she can coax some rumors about, uh, what he was talking about out of the locals, that's kind of more specifically what she's looking for. Uh, okay. Uh, Clytus, and, uh, I would assume you're kind of going down the same contacts that, um, you would do to find the dynamite, correct? Yeah, that and, uh, maybe some law contacts via bounty hunting. Basically tapping into the whole bounty hunter thing, like, let's, let's get background on this guy, let's see what his habits are, any red flags we need to worry about, or could exploit. Okay, um, so here's how I'm going to run this one. Uh, Clytus, yours is going to be in influence plus one uh, for your bounty hunter and plus one for your network. Sweet. 
And then, Bella, you are going to do a charm roll, and yours is going to be one for Skillful Manipulator. Are you sure you want to give me plus one on the network, since it specifically says for acquiring illegal goods? Um, yeah, you're probably right. Just a plus one for the bounty hunter, then. Alrighty. I got twos and a nudge. I got threes and a nudge. What did you say, John? Twos. Okay, uh, with twos and a nudge, um, he doesn't have um, any uh, criminal record to speak of. Um, he uh, hasn't had any run-ins with the law, no open bounties or anything like that. And talking to some of your uh, shadier people, um, they haven't really had any run-ins with him either. Um, which isn't to say they think that he's they're not like vouching for him to be legit. But they're just saying that um, he has not approached any of them in terms of doing any, like, hiring them to steal from anybody or anything like that. Uh, yeah, he's not a player in their circles. Yeah. Uh, Bella, you um, are able to work your way through um, the bar room at the Copper Gate and kind of talk to some people, um, get to know them, charm them a little bit. Um, and then after a while, you mention uh, called in and say that you ran in, you heard, overheard him speaking with somebody about this. And the general consensus from everybody that you're able to talk to is that um, he has been cozying up to quote unquote donors for several years now. And uh, up to this point, ha despite an enormous amount of money being given to him, has not been able to produce anything tangible or fruitful to any of the people. And so he's sort of gotten to the point where, um, like, he's persona non gratis in the area because um, he's either scamming them or it's a poor investment. And that's what everybody thinks at this point. Okay. So none of them have any more information about, like, hearing rumors about the knives from other he sources. He's the only source of, of this kind of gossip. Okay. That is good to know. Um and I think both of you would probably have one more beat uh if you wanted to use it. Yeah, I'm not sure what else Clytus would do. Cause archaeology is not his thing. Uh Bella, anything else for you? Uh, Bella spends the rest of her time putting together a really cute outfit to make herself look like she could be an archaeologist. <laughs> um, I I will say that you're with uh, the rest of your wardrobe, along with what you have, uh, what you bought today. Uh, you're at least able to put together something that's passable. You don't feel great about it, but you don't feel bad about it like you would if you were just wearing the clothes you bought today. Okay, she'll take it. Okay, so uh, everybody meets together back that night um, just outside of the graveyard. Um, you guys all go together as a group or uh, maybe even just meet Finn there since he was already out in the area. Uh, but then all meet together with Calden uh, a little bit after you guys get there. Um, you see that he's wearing a lot of dark colors. Um, he's got a crowbar and he's got a uh, satchel on one side and he's also got... Uh, a uh, number of very large sacks 
And uh, as you guys walk up, he hands each one of you one of those sacks. Hold on. Uh, it's tradition. Clytus has to try and sneak up behind him. Okay. Uh, give me a physique roll. I should get a trait that gives him a bonus to sneaking. <laughs> I got fives. Okay. Uh, he got ones. So, um, yeah, as he comes up, um, he like is kind of crouching, keeping his voice low, uh, walks up to where he sees Bella and Finn, and he's just like, all right, um, I figured that uh, since you guys seemed like you were on the side of wanting to get a little extra that I'd bring these bags. And so I've got a bag for each one of you. And then um, as he looks around, he notices that Clytus isn't there. Hold on, hold on, no, no, no. Clytus, Clytus wants to be like coming up to him right as he's saying that and puts it like the, you know, patronizing hand on the shoulder. Why are you whispering, boy? There's no one out here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and as take, as casually uh, takes one of the bags. As soon as your hand touches his shoulder, he kind of jumps a foot in the air. Um, <laughs> and um, gives a, a fairly large yelp in the process. Well, I was trying to not draw attention to us, but it's it's irrelevant. So, um, as, as we're going in, I think that, um, you know, one or two people should be focused on getting each one of the doors open while uh, other two, you know, other people focus on searching for the Calder, do you know what you've just said, my friend? <laughs> you've just said <laughs> I was going to say, Finn is your opening. specialty. <laughs> I, I, what, why is that? You'll see. What? You had to be there, darling. As You'll see. Finn has a bit of an um, adversarial relationship with dolls. So, um, I don't know how you guys want to do this. Maybe if you just want to get the doors open for me and I can go through and try and find the daggers while you guys open the rest of them and then get the loot from the ones that I've already searched. Or, you know, um... I'm I'm open to some feedback here. It's not often that well, I'm not I've robbing been, graves. Well, Juan, you don't want to say robbing Me graves right inside a graveyard. That might not be the best idea in case anyone's listening. Well, he just told me I didn't have to whisper. We don't listen to Clytus. Wait, are we, I just, I'm getting mixed signals from you. Are, it's but irrelevant. The, but the, let's move on. Let's do, move on. do we see anyone around? Clytus is going to take a look. Uh, give me a wits roll. Threes. Um, you don't see anyone around, but you can kind of hear um, people walking down streets not far so away. So the one thing we do have to kind of keep an eye on is there is a groundskeeper that does reside close by. I don't know if there's any anything you can do with your rioting, Bella, to, to like make him sleepy or something. I don't know. I, I tried to get him distracted, but it didn't work. I'm not as charming as you are. Darling, just leave it to me. I don't even need rioting. Well, um, if we're able to get over the fence or into the fence or... I've already got that figured out as well, my friend. uh, Well, if you're able to do it quietly enough that we don't disturb him, I think that would be best. Uh, so where uh, where exactly would be the best point of entry for, for us as far as not going through the main gate? 
Uh, I think there would there would be like an area on the outside where you could like go through the bars. Mm-hmm. Um, th- like if you were to try and like go through the bars that way, you could get directly into the enclosure that you're looking for. Perfect. Then that's the plan. Um, but like, what what are we? How are we doing the getting into the the actual mausoleums and who's doing the searching? Seems to me you're the one who probably has the best chance of identifying things. So, perhaps you and Bella do the searching, uh, Finn and I do the breaking and entering. Alright, um, we can each go with one of you and double the ground that we're going, but, um, you know... We well, might want to keep wanna... someone on watch on that matter, too. Hmm. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll keep an eye out... There's a few things more distracting than a coloss in a graveyard, I would imagine. Well, I can tell you, it certainly distracted me. <laughs> so, um, do it would be nice if we could speed up the process, though. So, maybe we should one of us should each search a different building. Mm, you able to get the mausoleums open? I I, I don't think I can. I'd most certainly be able to give it a shot, uh, but I'd just have to be concerned about the noise. Yeah, l- l- why don't we do this to start? Why don't we? Why don't we first focus on one? I can keep a watch out and see whether we're attracting attention from the groundskeeper, and if that goes smoothly, then maybe we'll start to split out in teams. What do you think, Bella? That sounds fair to me. Do you know any bird calls or anything, Clytus? <laughs> no. Bird Do you want to just like scream or something if you see the groundskeeper coming? Oh yeah, screaming in a graveyard that'll go over really well. Mm, I was thinking more of a active interception thing. He starts coming our way, and I start heading over there, and maybe I'll just talk really loudly. <laughs> maybe I'll sneak up on him and get him to scream. <laughs> maybe you should come up with like a code phrase or something like. Like barnacles or something? Yes, barnacles. Slip that into the conversation somehow and we'll know we're in trouble. Very casually. <laughs> I feel like our our I'll do that. Our keyword in these sorts of situations should just be fromage. Fromage. <laughs> 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 it's all the rage in Ellendale. It's all the rage in Ellendale. <laughs> I feel like it couldn't be specifically that phrase because we just use it conversationally too much. <laughs> I'm glad I created a meme with meme culture within the within the uh within the game. <laughs> Charles E. Fromage. Charles E. Fromage. Yeah, fromage sounds good. Maybe I'll throw barnacles in there for good measure. Barnacles and fromage. Oh, that sounds appetizing. <laughs> Well, um, is is there anything else that we want to do before we're ready? About what, about what time is it? Um, I was going to actually ask what time you guys would want to be doing this, because he would let you guys take care of that kind of planning. Midnight, obviously. The graveyard. Then it is the it is midnight. But Bella showed up fashionably late, so it's more like twelve. 12 like <laughs> 13 or something like that never <laughs> never arrive on time to a party that's the that's the belladora wild way 
Oh, and there are no mists out tonight. Dang it. I can't even use my mist cloak, man. All right, so are we hopping the fence then? Uh, actually, I've got a better idea. All right, uh, you forcing it through, or are you uh, just doing a roll with some added oomph? I'm going to do a roll with some added oomph. All right, how much you want to add? Uh, let's do uh, let's do two charges. Uh, two dice, you mean? Uh, yeah, yeah ten, uh, 20 charges. Um, also, yeah. have any of my charges been replenished since then? Um, I thought we had given you some on the last long breather. Okay. I, I just wasn't sure. It's been a while, and I've still got, like, a willpower damage and spirit gone, so I wasn't sure how long. Yeah, that that's all been. from uh, New Saren. Gotcha. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so I'll be rolling eight dice. Yep. Um, Do I get anything for being unassuming? No, not at all. Yeah. The the iron does not care. That's gonna be fours. Yeah, fours. Um, pretty easily you're able to um grab the bars on either side, and it's one of those like tall, narrow black iron fences, and you just very casually, uh, slowly pull it apart until there is a coloss, uh, blooded size hole in the fence, uh, big enough for everybody to slip through one at a time. Hey, oh. Clytus nods appreciatively. And then slinks um, through. Everybody give me a wits roll. I got threes. Fives. Okay, uh, with fives, uh, Finnegan, you're able to notice that um, Calden seems to be like glancing between the opening in the fence and the gate, and he looks just a little apprehensive. Um... But uh, he Clytus grabs him and yanks him through. Um, hey, and... what's got you? What's got you? What's got you riled up over there? I, I just, I don't know. I've, I've never done anything like this before. It just jitters, you know. It's okay. Nope. You'll, you'll be fine. You're with professionals. Sometimes. All right. So, um, you guys are in this area. And it's kind of set up where um, you're at the very back, right in front, directly in front of you is one of the mausoleums that's facing forward towards the gate. And then the other four are in two rows of two, both facing each other on either side of the, um, either side of an aisle that goes to the gate. So there's the aisleway, and then there's the two rows, and then one at the very end. Now, is there, um, is there one that looks more nondescript? So are there any crypts that look more nondescript than the others? Uh, give me a wits roll. My line of thinking is if this thing hasn't been found for hundreds of years, it's probably in the place that they would least expect it. You have chosen uh, twos. Uh, with twos, you don't see that any of them are necessarily that different. You believe that the one closest to the gate on the left side might be a little older than the other two, but you're not sure. You know, we could just try the closest one to us and kind of work our way through if that works for you. Works for me. Uh, Clytus, where are you going to be posting guard? Clytus is just going to basically lean against the mausoleum. Okay, so you're not going to be, like, towards the gate or towards the uh, um, opening in the fence at all? 
Um, that's a good quite point. Maybe he won't be right by the mausoleum. Maybe he'll be. I, I think the layout, but closer out? to the closer to the groundskeeper cabin, so he can intercept. Uh, before he I know can this see won't anything. help listeners much, but I will throw a quick diagram up. Um, think of it kind of like a um, kitchen table, where let's say this box is it. Um, you've got one in the back, two right here, two right here. There's a gate right here. Just like and a U shape. Over here would be like the main gate, and then there's several sections. Wow, uh, this came together pretty quickly. Is this like the way we came in from, or? Um. So yeah, like right here is where you came in. Gotcha. Okay. And where? So is describe the to the viewers. We've got a rectangle with like six boxes, kind of roughly, I, I guess, representing plots that each themselves have. Was that five mausoleums in them, or is each of those a mausoleum itself? Uh, each of those are a mausoleum itself. Okay, yeah. So, like, basically, um, they're kind of like in a U shape almost. Or is that top one also that look kind of looks like a gate? This is the gate. Uh, that's the gate to the main area, and then this is the gate to the rest of the. Um, I need to go back to the pointer. To the rest of the graveyard there, gate to the mausoleum. Uh, listeners, if you want to go to our Discord and check a message uh, on February 3rd, 2021, you'll see the diagram that we're referring to. Uh, that works. Just give it to them. It's high def. That's sweet. Uh, so where's the groundkeeper, or is it by the main gate? Uh, the groundskeeper will be out by the main gate, so closer towards this way. Okay, so Clytus is basically going to be uh, hanging out by the plot immediately near the main gate. Just kind of like that topmost mausoleum there, so that he's the first thing, uh, no, closer to the gate. So not the one in the plots that we're actually trying to break into, but over here. Oh, so you're going to climb the fence and get into the other area? Oh wait, there's multiple fences here? Yeah, because that each one of these areas is gated off. That's why it's its own rectangle. Oh, okay. Yeah, Clytus is gonna climb the fence, and then just kind of hang out over here by the main gate. All right, go ahead and give me a physique roll. All right, do I get plus for my coal loss? Uh, I don't think so. It doesn't help that much for climbing. Ones. One's is good enough. Um, you're able to get over the top and uh, spring over, and so you said you're kind of like over here. Yep, just leaning against something casually. Okay, uh, perfect. Eyes and ears peeled. Uh, let's jump back to Finn, Bella, and Calden. Um, you see uh, Clytus um, nod his head and then start running over towards the uh, front of the enclosure where you lose sight of him in the darkness. Well, guess it's time to open some doors. All right, you guys head over to the front. Um, these are kind of like the classic Greek-style mausoleum that you would think of. Um, not Probably not marble, but some sort of very nice um, stone making it up so it looks uh, very stately and Let's say uh, very distinguished. But yeah, granite was my, what I was thinking it might be. Um, but 
you know, let, let your imagination run wild, you know. We don't want to force box anybody into one specific imagining of this scene. Limestone. Uh, oof, that would be awful. <laughs> that would not that would no. not stand up to the test of time. No, it would not. Um, it's not limestone, listeners. You are forbidden to imagine that this is limestone. Well, hey, Trevor, why are you uh, boxing them in, man? <laughs> uh, so, uh, Finn, you have another door to get through. Um, gonna... This door is a stone door. Mm-hmm. I would, I would ask to borrow the crowbar real quick. Yeah, Calden will hand it over. Give myself a little bit of advantage there. And I'll attempt to straight roll it. Okay. Um, I will give you plus one for having the crowbar. That's twos and two nudges. Uh, twos and twos nudges is not good enough if you would like to re-roll. I'll spend the nudges and re-roll. And that's fours. Yeah, fours is good enough. Um, you put it in there, and you're able to get it close to where you feel like um, the locking mechanism, whatever it is that's keeping this door in place is. And you start to leverage on it. Um, you strain a little bit, and you feel your grip slipping, and so you reset yourself, and you try again, and you really get the leverage in there. And just when you feel like you're getting towards the edge of your ability without using any of your uh, stored strength, um, you feel it snap b- b- underneath you, and the door starts to swing open. Um, but there is a uh, distinct snap sound that um, rings through the air, and Clytus, you're able to hear that as well. Clytus checks to see if there's anyone suspicious. Uh, give me a spirit roll, everybody. Spirit, not wits? Uh, well, I'll give you a wits if the spirit doesn't work out. But I got fives. Uh, two and a nudge. Oh, I've spent two. Ah. Nothing. Uh, Calden also got fives. So with two people getting fives, um, Clytus, I'm going to say there's no reason to roll wits because there's nothing there to see. Okay. Um, so you guys, uh, you open this up. Uh, Finn, are you going to just move on to the next one or are you going to head in there with them? Um, I've got a good feeling about this. It's the oldest one and I spotted it. So I'm just going to kind of kind of see how the first one plays out uh the oldest one was the one up here by the gate oh dang okay um but you're gonna head in there with them yeah for now okay um you walk inside and it's a not a very large building um and you can see that there are several graves um with placards and then on one of the walls is a uh row of urns um going down and there are about eight coffins um that are there with another set of rows that are empty. And um, there uh, is a placard inscription in front of each one of these uh, coffins, and there is a statue in the middle with a placard underneath the statue. What does the placard on the statue say? Uh, did I did we give a name to the family that we were robbing? I don't think so. I, no, I don't know. Um, so we're going to say that we didn't and that the placard just names the, um, one of the older members of this noble house. And that's who the statue is of. I well, we got to make one up to, now. Uh, if I, if the I Sistafarians, could. the what? The Sistafarians. Sistafarians. How do you spell that? I don't know. 
<laughs> um, the would Sestas. I, would I be S- able to... C-E-S-T-A-S. Sestas. So this is Ralph Sesta. Would I be able to inspect the statue closer to see if there are any, like, mock... Any, like, hidden compartments or anything like that? Maybe a moving piece or a button at the base? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you a wits roll, but I'm going to have you subtract one because as you're looking, Calden is going to come up and try and uh, urge you to go open up another door while he and Bella does this. Uh, that's nothing. Um, so, yeah, you start like looking at it and then Calden kind of taps you on the shoulder and you kind of shrug at it and you start looking some more and like he starts saying, hey, come on, we got to keep this hurrying. You go open up the next door so we can keep keep this moving. Uh, Bella, what are you doing? Um, I'm kind of browsing around, but I'm mostly keeping an eye on Calden. He's given me some weird vibes. The vibes are just okay. rancid right now. Uh, are you opening? So you're not opening up any of the coffins um, or anything? I, I'll probably like pop pop a couple open as I'm looking around, <laughs> but I'm not looking super hard at what's in them. Uh, are you looking at all at what's in them? A little bit. Uh, okay, give me a spirit okay. roll. Belladora's like, work is for the plebs. <laughs> I'm one of the bosses. And, and while she's rolling that, uh, on my way out, uh, I'm just going to say, watch him. He's giving me, uh, he's, he's giving me a weird vibe. Um, that was nothing. And really? Damage. He's just giving me the rookie vibe. Like, he's greener than grass. Uh, what'd you say, uh, Nothing. Lena? Just a single nudge. Okay, um, so, yeah, you just kind of open it, and you just glance in, glance out, but don't really take much notice, and so there's nothing really, like, you don't have a sparkle or anything that makes you stop to it further in the couple that you open. Yep, there's dead people. Sure is some dead people. With that, we will go ahead and end it for this week. Well, uh, thank you everyone very much for listening. Uh, As always, we hope that you enjoyed it, and we hope that we uh, catch you again in two weeks. Bye. 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 Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game, the Alloy of Law Supplement, and the Masks of the Past Supplement are owned by Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at LLOS Podcast, or join our Discord community. We hope that you'll give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. And make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time.